Welcome to the Crump Diddy Show. On today's podcast, we're talking how to tell when you are stuck in a failed relationship or you are in a failed relationship, a relationship that's basically, it's failing, it's doomed to fail. It's only a matter of time because obviously nothing is changing and nothing is going to change. So how do you tell? Well, as someone like myself who's been in a lot of failed relationships, most people don't like to admit that or at least brag about it. I do because in life, failure is your best teacher. Um, There's people that are going to be quick to judge you and say that, well, I don't want to take advice from you. You've had a lot of failed relationships. Uh, You know that you can you can stand on that ground. But here's the thing. If what I'm saying is going to resonate with you, or it's going to offend you, or it's going to somehow sting a little, or you know, you realize, oh shit, that does, actually that, that description does fit me, then guess what? You may not want to die on that sword on that hill, because I'm telling you right now, a lot of times this is how people get wise as they get older, when it comes to relationships and choosing the right partners. They got to go through, you know, trials and tribulations. You know, they got to meet different people. They got to have different experiences with different people, you know, and they learn. And a lot of the advice that people gave me, I didn't want to listen mainly because I was young and I thought it didn't apply to me. But looking back at it now, some of the stuff I'm telling you is stuff that people all throughout my life from many different backgrounds have been telling me was telling me this shit. And I just did not want to listen because, you know, you think you're in love or you're afraid to be alone. So those illusions in your head you know because they really are illusions it's okay to be alone and you know if you feel like you're in love with somebody that shouldn't justify the abuse and um i just got out of a of of a very traumatic uh, relationship it was very bad and i know a lot of you have been asking about a lot of you been wanting details and i've kind of only kept it to like you know close friends and family because you know out of respect for the other individual despite you know, all the bullshit that's happened to me, you know, I didn't want to throw somebody under the bus because, you know, I fuck it. It's not, that's not what I do, but, uh, maybe one day I'll do a podcast. I'm not sure about that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so here's the signs that you're in a failed relationship. It's you're, you're basically just not, it's not going to go anywhere and it's going to lead to you basically eventually snapping. You know, and it's probably t- uh, probably a good time to either get therapy, like couples counseling, or it's time to end it. Now, this doesn't make you a fool or someone stupid. It just means that you're purposely not making any moves because of X, Y, and Z. And you're going to try to justify those reasons in your head, but they're not good enough reasons. There's never a good enough reason to be purposely unhappy. Okay, remember that. There's never a good enough reason to be purposely unhappy accidentally fine you know but purposely where you you can't fix it you have the ability to fix it but you just won't because of insecurities or whatnot the list goes on and so here we go now there's a common misconception in a relationship where the word compromise uh is thrown around a lot it's where compromise is something that uh, some people in relationships would abuse and they'll mask it uh, and, you know, they use the word compromise and mask it under the terms and pretenses of control. Okay. <clears throat> if you have to feel like the other person dominates the relationship, they are calling the shots. They don't give a fuck. It's their way 
or the highway or if they don't get their way, it's going to be a problem. Um, you know, that's usually a, 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 a real big red flag that that relationship is not does not have a strong foundation and it's going to collapse eventually. Because in a, in a relationship, both people should have equal say. And when both people have equal say, then th- therein lies the compromise. But when one person is having to constantly give in more than the other, because they're afraid of an argument, they're afraid of them getting upset, they're afraid of, 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 of them walking away, or they're afraid of it turning into a big fight. That's the problem. That's a big fucking problem. Now, some of you may be like, man, I just don't want to fight, bro. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. No, 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 no. There's just certain things in your life that you just cannot just say, I don't want to deal with it. And it's the fact that your voice being silenced and your happiness being stepped on is not, it's something that you should fight for. You know, you both should come to a compromise if you both have equal say. But if one person is usually always kind of getting their way or it's usually more one side than another, that's a big fucking problem. Because before you know it, like I always see this thing all the time where it's just like, you know, people get married, right? And then like, you know, one person is choosing what the fuck goes into the house. One person's choosing what the hell gets renovated. What the hell, uh, how this is going to look, how that is going to look. You know, like things like that. People don't, they laugh at it. They think it's, oh, it's cute. Oh, you have no say. Oh, no, no, that shit. I'm serious. That is a big problem. Because let's say you're married, right? With somebody and you both buy a house together. That's a big fucking deal, right? And that's an investment that you're stuck with for 30 years until it's paid off or whatever the fuck your mortgage thing is. And right. And for for only one person pretty much has a dominant say in what the fuck is going on in the house as far as how it's going to look, you know, what what, you know, appliances we're going to put in, what we're going to paint the fucking shit like. No, you both should have equal say that house should represent both of you, not just one of you. But that's something as little as that, believe it or not, has caused so much fucking relationship problems in the end because they left it go and check for so long. It starts off with that and then it becomes other things. It starts opening up these doors, you know, and you don't believe me. Look, look this shit up. I'm serious. It's been talked about for by numerous, numerous amounts of experts and people who have talked about relationships or give relationship advice. It starts off with something like that. If you both cannot come to an agreement on something, it is going to be a problem. When one person just gives up or gives in all the time on important things that actually need to include both of you, not just one of you, there lies the problem. You know, so when you're in a relationship where one person is basically dominating more than the other because there's there's just the, the fear of arguments or the fear of them walking away. You know, you're just you're basically setting yourself up for failure. You know, another thing is walking on eggshells. This is the big thing. This is something that's happened to me quite a few times in my relationships in the past where I was just so sick of fighting or I just didn't want to fight anymore or, you know, that I would get anxiety or whatever, you know, that you're afraid to be yourself and say what you feel, you know, or you're afraid to just basically just say or do anything that you used to do before with no problem but all of a sudden now it's a problem when you're walking in eggshells with somebody that's i'm telling you right now that's that's just that's terrible and there's only so much years of your life that you can put up with that 
where you feel like a caged animal, where you feel like you cannot be yourself because you're afraid of you just being yourself, there's repercussions. It's going to be an argument. You're going to offend them. Uh, they're not going to they're not going to like what you're going to say. And that's bullshit. You should be able to be yourself. That's the whole point of a relationship is two people who fell in love with each other for who they are. So why why all of a sudden the way who you are, how you speak, how you think, your mannerisms, everything about you, your identity that that person fell in love with, why is it all of a sudden it was fine for a while and all of a sudden now it's becoming a problem? You know, or vice versa. You know, they fell in love with you, but eh, we got to start trimming some edges off of you. No, 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 no. They're not your sculptors. Okay. If you both, you have an identity, you should be able to be yourself hands down in a relationship. The moment you get anxiety, fear, you got to start filtering yourself. The moment you have to start, you have to start cringing a little bit, walking on eggshells. You have to start monitoring your behavior. Remember, at the beginning, it wasn't a problem. You know, the first six months, it wasn't a problem, but then eventually it's a problem. No, 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 no. You guys, this is a sign of people that either rush into a relationship and didn't take the time to get to know each other. Okay. And all of a sudden it's a problem or this is a sign that somebody clearly is with somebody because they need them for other things other than a relationship. They need them for something else, whether it's financial support you know, I don't know, some sort of assistance that they need in their life. And they don't, you know, they don't want to give them up. So that's why they're willing to put up with them, you know, trying to change them or, or silence them or, you know, censor them or whatever the fuck. Change the way they look, act, speak and feel because they don't want an argument. They don't want them walking away. They don't want them getting frustrated. They don't want to, you know, I just don't want to get into a fight or just the fear of them leaving them because then that assistance that they need from them is no longer there. Like you shouldn't be using somebody, period. You shouldn't be with somebody just for, oh, because they pay the bills or because they're helping me out financially. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. That's not the, it's not an excuse to accept, you know, you having to censor yourself or limit yourself in life or for you not to be able to be yourself. In a relationship, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You should be able to be yourself in a relationship and not have to walk on eggshells. I'm serious. You should not, if you're in a relationship, ask yourself, can I truly be myself? If the answer is no, that relationship is, is, is destined to be, you know, to fail because there's only a, so much time that you can tolerate that bullshit. Okay. You have to be able to be yourself. And I'm telling you this because this is the shit that I was hearing since I first started dating. People used to tell me this shit all the time. And I just thought it was all, oh, what do you know? Oh, you're old. Oh, you've had divorces. Oh, you've had failed relationships. So you shouldn't be giving advice. Turns out these people know because they knew they learned the hard way. Just because someone doesn't learn the easy way doesn't mean that they're more, you know, they're, you know, they're less adequate to give you some advice. Sometimes whether you learn the easy way or you learn the hard way, eventually, whether it was easy way or hard way, you eventually gained that knowledge. You eventually made it to the finish line of understanding how something should work. You know, so it doesn't matter how you got there as long as you got there, you know, and obviously if you would have just listened, you could have learned the easy way, but that's not how we work as humans. We like to learn the hard way, but there's some people out there that, you know, that are listening that are probably looking for a sign. They're probably needing a reality check. They need a wake up call. You know, like one thing I joke about with my friends, this is like, I joke around with my friends all the time about this. 
so we play a video game together, right? Now, I joke around all the time because this used to be a problem in my re- my relationships before. When you have to ask for permission for me time, for time for yourself, when when it just cannot be coordinated, like, hey, listen, we're not doing anything right now. You know, we're just eating shit right now. You know, I'm going to go, you know, I, I mean, like, here's the thing. If you spend time with your woman or you spend time with your man, you know, and you guys hung out for the day or whatever. Let me tell you something. If you don't have me time, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get depressed. I'm telling you right now. And what ends up happening is there's some people that believe that in order for a relationship to be successful, you have to constantly be with that person every single fucking day. You have to constantly have your whole Monday through Sunday booked with that person. And you cannot have any time for yourself. And if you do, if you do anything that you normally do for yourself, you know, your own personal hobbies, it has to be with that person. And let me tell you, that's That's going to drive anybody miserable, man. You got to learn to have time for yourself. <clears throat> and what ends up happening is, you know, I joke around with my friends about this all the time because like we play this video game together, but it's almost like, you know, they can't play, you know, unless they 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 get an approval from their supervisor, which is the woman that they're with, right? And we joke around about that. Obviously, it's not really like that. There's obviously other things in there or whatever. Um, but that leads to the next thing is if you constantly have to it's like if, if if doing something for yourself requires you to submit a pto request like you do at your job you know or you have to make deals and arrangements and agreements like you see this shit all the time about you know on facebook the little funny videos people always post like you know hey babe can i go out with the guys or hey babe can i go out with the girls or whatever we have this thing coming up like you know it's the fact that you have to re- submit a pto request you know, it's like, dude, if you guys are not doing nothing, if you guys haven't had anything planned for that day, you know, and you guys are just hanging out, you've already spent time together, there's really nothing planned, there's nothing going on, like, what the fuck is the problem? Everyone needs me time. You guys should encourage each other to have me time. The fact that me time is like, I'm so scared to ask, or, you know, you have to kiss their ass, or... Do them extra favors just to get alone time with your friends or to go to the gym or to do like whatever hobby it is you like to do or just to have time for yourself. The fact that it's almost like a PTO request and you got to hope it gets approved is fucking sad. It's fucking sad. You got guys out there and women do this shit all the time, too. Women are not innocent of this. Women all the time, too. They have to fucking they're they're they just they're so fucking restricted from their man that it's like having date night with the girls you know or having a movie night with the girls or go drink wine with the girls or whatever the fuck that girls do together right that shit it's like a once in a while thing because they have to submit it through a request a pto request it's like no just plan your shit out man if you guys have nothing planned that day you guys already have you know different things planned throughout the week and this just so happens you know these couple days happen to be days where you have nothing planned Fuck it. Why is it a problem? Why the fuck is it a problem? You know, I had a friend that he he used to be with a girl, right? And she would be calling him all the time, dude. If he went to the gym, it was a fucking problem. If he went to go, you know, watch a movie at a, at a friend's house, it was a problem, dude. Like anything he did on his free time, it was a fucking problem, dude. And it was just like, no, man, that should not be the case. 
You guys should be able to be mature enough to sit down and say, listen, you know, hey, tomorrow we don't got anything planned. Um, I know we got something planned. I know we're going to go on a date this weekend. Or we're going to do this on this day, on that day. But tomorrow we don't have any plan. You know what? Tomorrow I'm going to I'm going to take the time to go to the gym or tomorrow I'm going to take the time to to go meet up with the guys and, and hang out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to have a social life or, or time for yourself for hobbies Time for yourself to just have me time to work on yourself or, the, or do the things you like and enjoy. Once again, that's part of your identity. You know, like if you like to go exercise with your friends, whatever it is, you know, play Magic the Gathering, whatever the fuck. I'm obviously, you know, within respectful limits. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, well, my hobby's fucking bitches. No, no, <laughs> I'm not saying that. But that's the point I'm trying to make is. These, these are the key factors and signs that you're in a failed relationship. When you when somebody dominates the decision making process, and you're you're basically just giving in just to avoid a fight, just to avoid an argument. You know, hence there is no 50-50. There is no comp- real actual compromise, not that fake compromise that's basically masked under the terms of control. Okay, um, you know you cannot be yourself. You have to watch what you say. You have to watch how you do things. You can, you know, your mannerisms, everything that's your identity, you have to censor it or suppress it because if not, it's going to be a fight. If you cannot be yourself, you know, the person that they fell in love with uh, at the very beginning, unless you were pretending to be something you're not from day one. If you cannot be yourself in a relationship, you know, that's the sign right there. You know, so control, you know, of if you're with somebody who's controlling, uh, if you're with somebody that suppresses who you are, if you're with somebody that, you know, just having alone time or, 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 or a social life with your friends, you know, or just doing hobbies, it's like a PTO request, things of that nature, you are more likely in a relationship that is going to fail. You know, if you're just with somebody because and you don't want to let them go because you're afraid to be alone or because they financially help you or whatever. In the end of the day, the one that's going to look like a jackass is you, you know, because you shouldn't be using someone any to begin with anyways, because you know what? When you use somebody more likely, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass anyways. So, you know, that's my advice for you guys. Take it with a grain of salt. But, you know. It's if any of the stuff resonated with you or if any of the stuff kind of hit you to the point where you're like, oh, man, I got to come back with some complex comeback or rebuttal to that. Don't even bother because it's the fact that you're angry or mad or, or, or like you find a if you find what I'm saying ridiculous, more than likely it's because you're in your part, you know, in a relationship that has that, you know, or, you know, it's all it, it, that's it's fine because, like I said, being in denial you know, or being afraid to accept it, you know, that's also a sign that it's probably in, that's probably happening to you. You know, and that's a problem. There's a stigma where it's like it's embarrassing to admit that you're in that type of relationship. Don't be embarrassed. Do something about it. Confront the individual, you know, go to counseling, confront the individual or, you know, whatever it is that you got to do. Have a sit down. You know, you can change it. Doesn't mean you have to leave it. You can actually change your relationship and work on it. But if that doesn't work, if you guys have tried sitting down, you guys have tried talking about this, it doesn't work, nothing changes, well then, you know, it's time for you to go. 
because your feelings should be respected too. And your feelings is, and, and they, people shouldn't use the excuse, well, it's how I feel. I feel personally, I feel hurt because you won't let me control you. You won't let me pick everything that goes into the house or you won't let me dominate your time and you won't let me restrict your happiness and you won't let me restrict your speech and you won't let me, <laughs> you won't let me, I don't want you to be happy. I don't want you to be free. I don't want you to be yourself. I don't want you to have a say in the relationship. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to leave. Like, you know, <laughs> if you're in something like that, dude, it's time to go. Either you fix it or you got to go. There is no third option. Well, there is. It's you being a fucking idiot. You know, just like I was plenty of times in the past too. You know, sometimes you just got to be humble in life and, and, and take your loss, take your L, you know, and own up to it. Trust me, you, you'll liberate yourself quicker than you think. Until next time, it's your boy Crump Diddy. Peace.